you know, Sybil, I just hate when there's slow news weeks. There's nothing, like <laughs> nothing happens. Just, we're just sitting around like, oh, what can we talk about? Oh, the biggest the biggest yarn ball is in uh, Dubuque, Arizona. That's great. Let's <laughs> let's go. Let's go visit. I think that needs to be somebody's radio name. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this one? Uh-huh. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna I can you, lie. I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling you know, I'm feeling good about this. All right, here ready? Ready? All right. Starting off a little different, a little different sound to the beginning. And a one and a two and a For the debate, Chris Wallace as a moderator reminded me of another Chris Wallace near to my heart. Biggie. Mr. Wallace tried to get control of that craziness, but control was not to be had. He has Second Amendment rights. He should have been more gangster. He should have arrived with a kick in the door, waving the four four. Hold your head with Papa, don't hit me no more. Uh huh. Kick in the door, yeah. waving the four four. Hold your head with Papa, don't hit me no more. That's an aha. Uh huh. The Proud Boys, a neo-fascist group just shy of white supremacy, got the dog whistle that everyone heard at the debate. It went a little something like this stand back and stand by day after november two may need to hear from you stand back and stand by voters standing in a line where suppression's not a crime voters standing in a line now boys you know what to do that's a ha That was a classic. That's going to go down in history. That moved me. It it moved me. It did. Okay, can I, I play felt the, can, that. Can I can I it it can I play this, can I play the beat the part that didn't make it? Can of I play course. A little bit of the part that didn't make it. Okay, okay. This I decided not to do this one. He goes. Trump's lit in the door right after 4-4. <laughs> November 3rd, we don't want to see you no more. Trump's lit in the door right after 4-4. November 3rd, we don't want to see you no more. All right, that was the one that didn't make it. That was, that was pretty sweet. Hold on to that. I felt, I felt, I felt pretty good about that. You know, felt, you were inspired this week. Right about, brought, was, brought about that inspiration. You know, somehow, somehow, Sybil, this is the truth. And many negative energy brings positivity to me. And so after the debate, I'm not kidding you. After the debate on 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 Tuesday night, I felt energized, right? Because I'm oh. going to do all that I can to to make sure that 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 45 doesn't become get another term. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't the, the debacle, the what did it, what did the hot mess inside of a train wreck inside of a dump, <laughs> dumpster fire? Yeah. I think Jake Tapper called it. Yeah. Um, but it it was like okay, well. What's the best we can do out of that? And so, you know, little, little stand back and stand by. Was For that. years. Um, so how come nobody is really feeling what Dana Bash said? She called it a shit show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. On the air. On oh. CNN. I was like, Dana, can you do that? And, and apparently you can. So to, to me, that was remarkable and yet another example of our downward slope in terms of what we're able to accept and what we're accepting of in our media. Like, I guess it was that, but like, do you really want to say that on a news show? 
Are you part of the? Are you part of the sledge sliding downhill? <laughs> if you're saying on a news show that it's a shit show, it's just it was it was unbelievable, and it was one of those things that you know you do a double take because I didn't hear her say that right, and um, she said it, and <laughs> it's like. Okay, Dana, you must have that job security of pictures with your boss with a goat somewhere <laughs> to be able to do that. Um, we I learned nothing new. What we, especially our audience, I don't think we learned anything new in that debate. Would you say we? No, anything we learned new? I would agree. I would agree. Um, because people are conflicted about this because, for the most part, they knew what what was going to happen with Donald Trump. Yes. They knew. Um, you know, he is the uh, bully in charge. He is, you know, that hulking figure oh, looming over Hillary's back. Uh, four years ago, mm -hmm. he is a man uh, of limited vocabulary and, you know, all of that that goes along. And he's, like I said, he's a bully. He's mean. And so they pretty much expected that of him. The, the question was, how will Joe Biden perform? Because he has been known to to make some mistakes in his off the cuff remarks, he has uh, been known to uh, to when he gets real frustrated, which mm -hmm. we saw Tuesday night, he'll he'll start to stutter, and um, and that is a, a part of you know what he has been working on his entire life uh, to to curb that stutter, and so uh, people weren't sure which Joe was going to appear Tuesday night. I would say that he acquitted himself very well, that he, um, for, for the most part, uh, was doing very well. I wish that he had not let Donald Trump get under his skin and say things like, Shh, will you shut up? I mean, that's something we were all thinking, yes. but we don't want our president to, to stoop to that level because I still ascribe to what the first lady said, when they go low, we go higher. And I wanted him to maintain that that level of decency and the, the whole presidency that has been lacking for the last three years and nine months. Sybil, you ever play, you ever play football? You ever play football, Sybil? You play, yes, you play football, yes. Football? Mm -hmm. Then you know, then the best way, uh, the best way when you go on somebody and they're coming running full steam, the best way to tackle them is not to go high. It is to go to, low. To tackle them low, yes. You've you're got right. to tackle them low. And I think Biden, for the first time, realized he was going to have to get at least down somewhere in the subterranean dirt where... <laughs> <laughs> where where Trump lives, um, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I I I don't think he had another choice. He couldn't remain. I think I think the tactic of looking straight at the camera and ignoring Trump was mm -hmm. brilliant. I yeah. know not everybody believes that. I believe, but I believe them addressing the American people right. because on his train stop, he's going to be able to talk about how he addressed the people and knew that he couldn't address the fool across across from him. Mm -hmm. um, I did cringe every time because Biden has a tell. Whenever he's about to stumble, he closes his eyes. Yeah, his, his eyes close. His eyes close, and as soon, every time his eyes closed, and I was like, "Oh no, please, 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 let the verbs and vowels find him. Let the verbs and vowels <laughs> find him right now, please." Please, 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 please. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And 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 I'm not too familiar with tackling these days because I still, you know, don't watch football. So that's right. the exception. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, overall, was there a winner? Oh, of course there was. Yes. <laughs> of course, you know, you I know. Don't think, I don't think the American people won last night. The American people did not win. Joe I'd Biden didn't. Joe Biden, Joe Biden didn't win. Donald Trump didn't win. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner is 
Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin for the win. From a game he started playing years ago and is now coming to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. No that, uh, you're, you're Poppy Putin. Uh, <laughs> Which I thought was great. Um, so I I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my god! I just just grab him by the puppy. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. That's funny. No, no, funny is funny. <laughs> um, by the time we get to next week, that will be the vice presidential. This coming week will be the vice presidential debate. And then I think I'm done. I don't know about you. I don't even know if there will be a second presidential debate, with the exception of the fact that that's going to be a town hall format and people will be able to ask their questions. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not sure. But that is the same format in which Donald Trump was lurking behind Hillary. Remember that? People were in the audience asking her questions and he was just looming behind her. And and you just wanted her to say, would you sit down, you know, just slap him out of the way. Um, But anyway, that might be the the one uh, that I'll stop after that. I'll stop watching because I'm I'm curious how people will ask their questions and and how that's set up socially distant and and all of that stuff. So anyway, uh, the vice presidential debate is happening on Wednesday, and that is in Salt Lake City, which I think is very interesting. And a lot of folks are are looking forward to Senator Harris having Vice President Pence for lunch and dinner. I think that if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think I read this somewhere. Um, they're actually putting odds on this in Vegas. I would not be at all surprised. I don't know if you're kidding or not, but I would not be at all surprised. I'm 100 percent kidding. I think I think I, I think I, I'm kidding. But, but I, you, you may think you're kidding, but let's go and find out. <laughs> Speaking of let's go and find out. Oh, shout out to the New York Times for going and find out about Trump's taxes. What? Oh, my gosh. Late Sunday afternoon into the evening, a big drop by the New York Times regarding the tax history of Donald Trump. Uh, Some of the facts that came out of this, Donald Trump has not paid taxes in 10 of the last 15 years. Uh, In the year that he was elected in 2016, he paid $750 in federal taxes. In the year that he took office, he paid 200, I'm sorry, $750. So that was 2016, 2017. $750? A grand total of $750, not thousand, not millions, $750 in those years. I guess he figured he had to pay something as he was about to, you know, run for office to work for the federal government. Um, So that is a, and one of the, the most egregious things is his, his refund from the internal revenue of 70 plus million dollars. And when Chris Wallace asked him about paying that $750 during the debate in 2016 and 750 in 2017, he said, I paid, I paid billions. I paid my taxes. So this is where, this is where, this is where vernacular and, 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 precise wording comes in because I thought and this is where I thought Biggie, I'm sorry, Chris Wallace, really, really, <laughs> really took him, he took him to task because he said, 
is it true that you paid $750 in federal taxes? Right. The response was something along the line of, I paid millions in taxes. Mm -hmm. Now it's clear that Chris Wallace knew that he'd played some, some kind of state tax or state tax or some other things besides federal tax. Cause he said, no, the question is, right. did you pay $750 in federal tax? And it was that point in time that, um, that Trump chose to lie. Right. He's like a little kid. Yeah. A kid tell you, did you take it? Did you take that? Did you take that ball out of the yard? No, I no. didn't take it out of the yard. <laughs> did you take the ball? No. No, I did not. I did not. That's the truth. And parsing your words very yeah. carefully. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So um, kudos to the New York Times. And of course, you know, he said that, first of all, he's under an audit and um, he cannot reveal his taxes. He cannot uh, show that to the public of those 10 of the 15 years in which he paid no taxes. And he also said that that's fake news. I think those are mutually exclusive. I don't think you, you can call it fake news and then say uh, that you're not able to. But be that as it may, yeah. um, that is where we are still folks still looking into it. Um, a, a lot of questions about his write-offs, including Ivanka's salary. Uh, and uh, just, there's just so much. And, and this is, this report is exhaustive. Uh, the, the, the way in which, and I'm, I'm talking Nobel prize winning mm -hmm. right now in terms of the way this has come about. Uh, and, and, and please God, let the Nobel Peace Prize uh, decision uh, uh, or Nobel, uh, for literature rather, the Nobel Prize for literature, may that be announced on the day that he is indicted. <laughs> I, just, I just think that would just be uh, tremendous justice. Anyway, um, <laughs> it, it was just, it was brilliant. And the timing of course could not be better. Yes, yes. Here's, here, so tell, tell me what you think next, next, next debate, maybe just have, they bring a special guest and when someone says something and, and if it's wrong, they just run out there and say, the lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> right. Just have, just have Maury Povich in the audience. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't pay any taxes. I didn't pay any taxes at all. The lie detector determined that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. You are not the taxpayer. Just a thought. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. But as we get closer and now we're less than six weeks from the election, um, folks are already early voting in a number of states and hard to believe. But there were people who were interviewed on Wednesday saying uh, this is people in Ohio, which is a key state, as well as those are watching uh, the debate on Tuesday night and saying they're still not sure who they're going to vote for. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I think that's just funny. People who don't just, know who they're gonna vote for. I'm but, like I did. I I did. I really seriously. <laughs> but but See, you don't have any news. You don't know what's right. going on in the country. But, but, yeah, there um, really are people, huh? So there are people who say they're not. They don't know who they're gonna vote for. But let us stress to these people that as important as voting for the president is and this could be the most crucial election of our lifetime, let us also remember there are other offices up for, for votes. Um, and that is called the down ballot offices, right? So of course, uh, the president, uh, the, the, if you're voting for a senator, uh, which is one third of the US Senate is up for election or reelection. And uh, beyond that, there are people who have a greater degree of, of 
important in our day-to-day -day lives, um, that we should be looking at the issues, we should be looking at the candidates, looking at the issues, and making those votes count. Am I hearing a teletype behind you? I, I feel like I'm 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 on an old uh, radio show with the teletype behind us talking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but but it's really important that we. It, okay, if you don't feel as though you know who you're going to vote for for president, please vote nonetheless of these uh, ballot office of these offices on the ballot down the ballot the, because we're talking about. Um, of course, mayors, and we're talking about um, the the uh, offices of, of the mayor who may select the the chiefs of police. Where and and here's a really big one: um, if you live in a city where the district attorney and offices like that are up for your ballot decisions, um, please consider that because day to day. These people are going to have more importance in, in your life than, I dare say, the president. And, and, and I don't want to dismiss how important it is for the presidency, but the day-to-day -day in terms of who is going to take, and let's just look at Breonna Taylor as an example, who is going to take police to task? Who is going to put somebody before a judge and charge them who could be your son or daughter? And, um, and that, of course, has a, a greater impact in this day of police action and brutality against our young men and women that we've seen so much of this year. Yeah, and I was, I was, I was, I was, I apologize for the typing sound. I was trying to, you know, get more information so I could be as smart as you. Everyone's, I, you know, that sometimes Google helps me do that. Uh -huh. um, but it, but it, it's true. Nothing's more true. And I, I appreciate. I'm glad you said district attorneys. Look, I've I've been involved in a number of, of a couple of documentaries. Uh, mm -hmm. And been involved with like there's nothing more important probably to you and to your community than the district attorney, right? The person yeah. who the cops. I know they're challenged with the cops, but your job is to stay alive past the cops. Once you do that, is yep. the district attorney who can decide whether your offense, which is the same as the other person's offense, gets dismissed for probation or goes to jail, or or they're going to press the charges for four to five years. Yeah. Right. And so and so to just to, to echo in terms of who's the most important kind of in, in a lot of people's atmosphere, it is the, is the district attorney, is the, is the local folks. And so and Steve, let's, vote, also, let's also talk about that other important person in the courtroom, the judges. Let's talk about yes. those people that, that we're going to come up before. Um, in, in most cases than not, we are electing those people. And, and, and ad admittedly, in, in years past, you and I have gone and voted for people and say, gosh, I wish I had done my homework about this. Um, but find out who these people are, what yeah. they stand for, what their records are, um, and, and find out if they are approved by organizations like the National Bar Association. Association, um, which is uh, the Bar Association of Black Lawyers and Judges. Um, this is so important in terms of the local judges, your city council, uh, your state senate, your state representatives. Um, this is this is crucial. The time is uh, when when the first lady Michelle Obama said, you know, this is the most crucial election of our lifetime. It's from the top all the way down to the bottom. And and because and 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 that's where people know, know you're going to vote. Now, we also have to address the people who are deciding between voting and couch. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Use, you've yeah. got to if you're deciding between voting or couch, 
If it rains, you're not going to vote. Please understand that it's not an overstatement to say people died for your vote. It's not an overstatement to say, especially after last night, if you have a strong position either way, I say that because I know the people listening to us really care about <laughs> Biden and not Trump. So I'm fine. <laughs> if you care either way, I'm fine saying that I don't really mean it. But I, anyway, <laughs> you care either way. Like no matter what, what, what way, well, no matter what way you want to vote, just make sure you get out there because you, seventy thousand people decided the last election. I think it's actually fewer than that. But if you yeah, put, them, put them in the right counties, <laughs> but uh, you, please do not. Please let the voting booth win over the couch. The couch will be there. All the rest of the time, just get up. On, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Lord and willing, I, the couch will be there um, because our our lives and our rights are at stake. Yes. Um, uh, and I know COVID is a real thing, even though I, I was stunned even in the debate. They did not tie. Yeah. Vote, they did not tie mail-in voting to COVID. Right. I was stunned at the lack of that tie-in because that's the that's the thing. If you want to mail-in vote, that's fine. There's going to be availability. There's no way. I don't believe Trump is going to be able to. If you do it well, if you fill out your ballot correctly, there's no way he's going to be able to stop that vote. I wow. thoroughly believe that. I know I'm optimistic. So even if you don't want to go in there, please make sure you go in there. And when you look at the ballot, you look at it from top to bottom and just like Mary J. Bly said, Come on. I'm going down. Vote down the ballot. Um, let's, All right, let's at, least you now, at least you now know what the typing was really about. Okay. <laughs> that was very good. That was brilliant. That was pretty darn brilliant. Um, another thing is, as uh, we've been talking about uh, for, for how many generations that we have been victims of voter suppression. Um, and, and this year, the new form of voter suppression is talking about sending in mail ballots. And um, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. this is the one thing that Donald Trump is harping on is the illegality of, of ballots, uh, where they're found, how they're found in rivers and creeks and, and all of that stuff. Uh, he said, you know, I, I heard about a, a, a postal <laughs> worker that was changing people's uh, uh, voting status uh, from party to party. And as it turns out, you know, he was making it seem like the, the person at the post office was changing uh, people's party affiliation from uh Republican to Democrat. And as it turns out, the person was changing it from Democrat yeah. to Republican. Um, all of these stories that, you know, he hears a little bit of, but he doesn't have the full story. Um, but this is the new form of voter suppression and, and con confusing people and, and making them think that their vote is not going to count, that it's going to be tossed into a river or uh, some sort of basin or whatever. Um, this is akin to what they have tried to do for years in, in whatever way they can find it to do, whether it is not allowing former felons to vote, whether it is, you know, then coming up with another law to stop them uh, because of, they have to pay their, their court costs, whether it is in 2016 where they used social media. Uh, the This is the, the Trump campaign and their mm -hmm. digital uh, department. They paid millions of dollars, like $56 million in ads that were on social platforms like Facebook. And they got this information from 
Cambridge Analytica, right? This is the former British political consulting firm uh, that's no longer in business, mm -hmm. but they they uh, got all this information. Two hundred, they got information on two hundred million American voters, and they had a group called the Deterrents, and so this was um, people that they do they wanted to deter from voting, and three and a half million of those were black folks that they targeted on Facebook with ads. And the ads were of Hillary Clinton calling um, black people super predators during that crime bill situation. Mm -hmm. And they played millions of times enough to they got people to say, I'm not voting for her, I'm not voting for anyone. And they got what they wanted. They got folks to sit at home on their couch. And as you said, let your couch lose this time around. Get up off the couch and make your vote count. Please remember that your forever first lady, Michelle Obama, who had a wonderful time in the White House, said her mm -hmm. one regret, her biggest regret, the thing that made her ill was the number of people who supported Obama and supported that presidency who did not get out and vote in 2016. Yeah. It's yeah. her biggest, biggest regret. Yeah. Biggest challenge. Don't let that be a challenge this time because this is real. This is this is I, 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 I keep trying to find words to change it. But the truth is, you've got to get up off your couch and vote, even if it rains. I've talked to and, some people literally in the Democratic Party. Their, their, their concern yeah, is bad right. weather in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Bad weather and I'm people's corns hurting in the Midwest. Tell people what you're going to do. Tell people what you're going to do. So I'm, my, my plan is to actually vote early here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm registered in New York, and but I'm going to vote early here and head to Ohio, where my mother is from, where I still have family, and find out uh, before before that day, find out from from uh, we'll we'll call them um, uh, neutral pollsters. That's a lie. Mm. Find out from people who work for the Democratic Party. I'm not <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, not biased. Anyhow, so I'm going to find out people from neutral poster, pollsters in Ohio, how I can best serve uh, the, the polling and getting people yeah. out to vote and driving people. If I got to rent a van from, uh, so from a rental car place and do it, that's the thing. But I, even if it's one or th five, 50, I don't know how many, how many people, but just want to have, I want to have some kind of effect. Cause I, I just feel there's more that can be done. I, I can do that. I can, that I can do I, I, I think that's admirable and I, I really commend you. And, and, and Ohio has been and probably mm -hmm. always will be a key state, a, a, you know, one of those um, states that will always make a difference. Uh, every four years, folks, you just, they go to Ohio and they look at states like that in Michigan, uh, as we had in the last election and the importance of, of those states in Pennsylvania and what have you. So uh, good on you. Congratulations. Let me, mm -hmm. let me give you another example of how important your vote is. And we are seeing that in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, um, as opposed to the state of Minnesota. In the George Floyd case, uh, the governor appointed the Attorney General, Keith Ellison, uh, to bring charges or to investigate and bring charges against those policemen who mm -hmm. strangled George Floyd, right? Mm -hmm. Months before George Floyd's death, the Breonna Taylor uh, death, to, the murder took place. And now the attorney general for that state, also a black man uh, who was elected just last year to this position or put in this position just last year, um, is a, uh, a mentee, is, is uh, a part of the Mitch McConnell political train. And so 
this is the difference in the type of votes that are made in the various states. Um, and as they say, all of our skin folk are not our kin folk. And this Hello. is an Hello. Uh, where Daniel Cameron, who is a protege of Mitch McConnell, um, was just dragging his heels as far as bringing a case against the policeman. And and the, the charges that he brought had nothing to do with those who killed Breonna Taylor. They had more to do with her neighbors, the wanton endangerment of yes. her white neighbors than of Breonna and her boyfriend, Kenny Walker. So think about this when you're casting your votes um, in terms of who you are voting for and saying, I want a black man as my attorney general, well, my state attorney general. Well, yeah, okay, I get it. But also do your homework about who he's affiliated with as well as how he has worked. Because a lot of the conversations, Steve, and I still haven't been able to verify this, but people have said, lawyers, attorneys have said, this is a case in which this is a man who has little to no trial experience. And he went before this grand jury only to protect the police, not to do right and to provide justice for those who were denied. Yeah, you know if the grand jury, what grand jurors going like, hold up, I was just, I was just there, I'm, I was, I was in there, and he ain't do it right. You know right? If the grand, if the grand jurors going like, hold up, and, and so that's uh, where we are. I don't know that's where, where we are because yes, the grand, one of the members of the grand jury, exactly, is yeah. saying, no, no, I don't want to no. be misrepresented. I am going to sue the government till we can, so, so that you can see what really happened in that grand jury mm -hmm. room. Mm -hmm. um, you, you tie that to voting. I do want to bring up very quickly, and I'm going to forget the names. But mm -hmm. remember in Ferguson, the DA who had been on, who had been oh, there for 27 yeah. years, who who really botched the Michael Brown case in, mm -hmm. in like you know in everybody's perspective. Um, he had been there 20, 27 years, thought he was going to yeah. get elected again, and the community got together. Mm -hmm. And 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 it was really about community, getting people out to vote, getting people to register to vote. And he was voted out of office. That's real change. Mm -hmm. You can affect real change. The couch can't affect real change. The your couch can't affect real change. Now it's you real can. comfortable, and sometimes you have can have great sex on a couch, but that is not going to be enough. Am I sharing too much? This no, is too no, much no, information. No, no. no, I was waiting for the follow up. I was waiting. <laughs> It's a good place to cop a squat, you know, to get a nap and to get your groove on. But it is not enough when we are talking about not only our lives, mm -hmm. but our generational, your ward, your nephews, my nieces and nephews, my mm -hmm. godchildren. It's not enough when we're talking about generations of change that could take place if we do not do our due diligence. And that is to go and vote. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here we are. Um, and, and it's going to be interesting because the judge told, um, and, and just to backtrack a little bit on the Breonna Taylor, the judge said, okay, uh, to the <laughs> attorney general, you got till Friday. You got till Friday, and then we got to have whatever redacted information you got to get in there. You got to bring your bring your bring your little wifey in, and bring in Mitch. He's not doing anything, um, and, and cross out the names and the addresses of these people. So uh, here we are. Um, 
So I don't know. You you watch as much video stuff and, and on social media uh, mm-hmm. more than I am. But um, every once in a while we get these videos from our producers and regarding uh, what's going on, especially in this day and age, how things have changed with uh, learning at home. And you are you are in the midst of that, right? Yes. So I got my, the Faithful Ward uh, has decided not to uh, not to stay home for Zoom classes, but to go to class at his school. And after seeing this video that our producer sent around, I understand why. What, what my faithful ward does not want happening is me looking over and seeing what's happening in Zoom and then like pushing him out the way and and talking to his teacher in any way like this woman talked to this daughter's teacher. Now, to set this up, what we don't know what the teacher said. We can right. assume by what her response was, it was something about George Floyd. But what we do here is the response from this woman to the teacher uh, after it looked made just just kind of <laughs> pushed kind of pushed the girl out the way and then started going in on the Zoom. That's um, right. It goes a little something like this. And which white person did that? Did you ever think about that? Well, actually, huh? the, the, because I don't, know, I don't feel as though that this conversation that you're having with our children is a good one. Okay, I really don't because it's 2020. You got racist ass motherfuckers that don't care. And now you're in school talking to my kids about George Floyd that ain't got nothing to do with this. You're having an ignorant, disrespectful conversation. He wasn't supposed to be honored. He wasn't supposed to be this. Are you saying this because you're white? I think right now. Because now you have mom upset and I'm speaking to a teacher, nobody else. But I feel as though since we all zoom in, you need to see my face and I can't come to speak to you about this. Because right now, my daughter's leaving your class. And if you would like to speak to me, you have my phone number, you have my email. Well, I would, have, I would have happily spoken to you. Boom, and then she gets cut off. I would have happily spoken, boom, boom. Disconnect and then, and then we're done. Yeah. This discussion is over with. This so is over so with. We, we've had uh, discussions with parents uh, on our team uh, who have listened in and just to hear, not not in terms of, you know, just wondering how the teacher was presenting certain things. I think one of the examples she used was was slavery and how the teacher was presenting this. Uh, have you come to this point in in Jaden's uh, learning and that you're hearing something uh, and, 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 and they call these helicopter parents, those who hover above and, and, and don't give the children much room to move. Uh, have you had that experience or do you know of someone who has? So I absolutely, Jaden fortunately has not had that experience. I absolutely know of an African-American child in a very, very uh, Caucasoid uh, school district Mm -hmm. that has gone through that and whose father is in the middle of like, we're going to change all this. Like actually pulled the kid out of the school and Mm. still because he's such a great guy, he's like, I, my kid's not going to be here, but I live in the school district. So for the next person who's come in, we've got to change this around. Mm. And this was even before Zoom. So, so, wow. I, so I know people who have done who, to whom this has happened, and people who, and he was he was adamant about making sure that he addressed it. A little, I, I'll be honest with you, slightly more civilly than that woman, but not much. <laughs> <laughs> like slightly. I mean, there may have been a, they were one or two less MFs, 
But besides <laughs> that, but no, I think, look, I, look, I have no idea what the, what the teacher said, but the, right. the parent felt, felt, and, and felt, uh, uh, felt uh, strongly about it. And it's clear that with Zoom teaching, you teachers are much more in check. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, I think that's a good thing. I'm very happy with that. I'm very happy with just, you know, on, you know, I, I, I will not be going to my, to, to my faithful wards, uh, geometry class anytime soon. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> that angle does not equal that. I am upset with the, what are you talking about? GDF does not equal 90 degrees. I'm telling you right now, no, you're trying to put it straight up, trying to put it straight up, trying to put it straight up. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, God. 180 lie flat down, 180 lie flat down, 180 lie flat down. So you are so stupid. So my mine was a, a part of what we have had in the past and they called her Zoom and Karen. Uh, we don't have the audio from it, but a lot of people have seen it. This is the grandmother who was uh, watching her child, her granddaughter in a class and they were talking about Black Lives Matter. So you can imagine who Karen was. We call her Karen. And so um, she became very angry when she heard them talking about Black Lives Matter. And she went off on the teacher. I'm so sick of Black Lives Matter. BLM this and BLM that, you know, and going on. And so she said, and whose idea, you know, they're talking about important historical moments recently, recent historic moments. And so she said, and whose idea was this in the first place to bring up Black Lives Matter? What place do they have in our history? And she said, it was your granddaughter. (laughs) 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 And I think that at that point it was click. And and I think the granddaughter did that. So, you know, trying to to save herself from some embarrassment. But um, it is just an interesting, who to thunk it? You know, it used to be that, kids would get mad or get embarrassed because their parents would come to school and would be mm. sitting you know, and because you acted up or something. Not that that ever happened to me. I just got sent to the principal's office for talking too much. <laughs> that did not call for my mother to be taken away from her job. So um, that is, uh, that's, that's my story. But um, th- those Karens are something else. Um, something that I tried to watch and I just haven't had time to do it. And I apologize. I'm going to try to catch up on it this weekend. It's something that you have been really focusing on. And that is the Showtime production about the James Comey story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It is chock full of. I wish it were, it's chock full of. I'm, I'm wary of using the term information because mm-hmm. information uh, you just you, you you connote that as being true, and sometimes it's just it may be just to be opinion or just mm-hmm. a perspective. Perspective that it is loaded with perspectives that I had not considered around uh, uh, Clinton's emails, why they mm-hmm. reopened the case, how how Comey approached it. So I respect it for going like, oh, by the way, in in the name of the show, there are so many. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. There's so many ahas in that that I'm loving I'm loving that to uh to watch. So I, is I it recommend as good it. as the book. Um I'm going to pretend like I've read the book and go like uh it's, it's exactly <laughs> the same. It's, a, it's exactly the same as the book. It is it is it is like roots is the same as the book. Uh, but it's exactly the same as the book. That's yes, it is indeed. The Comey rule. I'm having, I'm having the Comey a rule brain. is exactly like the name of the book. What's the name of the book? I forget the name of the book. What's the name of the book? Uh, it's on a, 
And uh, we're just uh, call me rules. No, no, um, no, call me rules. Call me rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, God, I'm having a brain fart. Uh, who plays Comey? Uh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Anderson, Jeff, 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 Jeffy, Jeff from Jeff Jefferson Road. No, it's, it's not Jeff, Jeff Bridges. No, it's Jeff from the newsroom from, yeah, yeah, uh, from exactly. in terms That's of fine. endearment. Yes. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Thank you. Yes. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. yeah. Now who plays Donald Trump? Lee, it's Lee, da- Lee Daniels brother, right? It's Lee Daniels brother. Yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gentleman by the name of Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson is oh, the name of the I actor who him. plays wow. uh, Donald Trump. And uh, whoever uh, is is uh, when they do the Emmy for makeup, I'm pretty sure uh-huh. it might go there. It could it could actually go there. It might go there. Wow. Good job. Good job. Because Brendan Gleeson is a black man, so that's cool. That's good. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good to know. It's, good. it's on Showtime. It's on Showtime. So I check it out if you can. And uh, and are you listening to anything? Are you listening to anything? Um. No, I I am listening to Saturday nights. I go to my XM and I turn on channel 48 <laughs> at 10 o'clock central, 11 o'clock Eastern at eight o'clock where your nephews are. And I listen to heart to heart with Stephen Hill. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. And last week, was really good. I mean, all of them are good. I appreciate um, it. <laughs> but the Raheem Devon was really good. And it. Brian McKnight, I wanted, I, I, and, and I, I, maybe I should tell you this off air. I don't know. Um, but, but when you were talking about voting, and it took me back to our years on the Joiner show, when Brian McKnight, we were uh, taught, this is, goes back a long time. See, this might have been like 96 to 2000, right in there. And Tom mm-hmm. asked him, are you, get, are you preparing to vote? And he said, I don't vote. I'm rich. And so. Wait, what? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So to, to, to bring to bring perspective, at the end of the show, when I was talking to Brian, I, and I, at the end of every show, I say, like I do, like we do here, uh, mm-hmm. make sure you go out and vote, make sure you register to vote. And he started hemming and hawing, and I was like, well, I'm gonna rush this because I don't want right. to hear what the ham right. nor the haw is. Right. Like, I don't want to hear the ham nor the haw. So right. I just reached yeah. the end, and we didn't discuss it over. And I've no look, we've all know Brian. I've known Brian for a while. I was You've unaware known Brian of that part. For what, Thirty years, right? Yeah. And he, like- he said he 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 sang in my wedding. Yeah. Like I, I was, I did not, I was unaware of his position on that. And so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to, thanks for reminding me. I actually meant to follow up on that and find it. I, Cause I always want to hear people out. I want to understand what the rationale sure. behind it is because yeah. he's a smart, talented brother. So I just want to understand it. So, I, yeah. you know, I, I didn't know if it came from a religious perspective originally. And then, you know, but that, and, and I'm telling you, our phones, that's when we used to do phones, um, just lit up. And, and I remember doing interviews with other radio stations uh, on our syndication team that, you know, they wanted to discuss this even more because they were just so uh, just, just, just aghast that he would say something like that. So it was and you know other other instances where you know he has been affiliated with the Republican Party, I guess, and you know it's 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 been really interesting. So, yeah. um, but I am loving this show. And can Thank I put you. in a request? Yes, ma'am. Of course. Um, I really want to hear your interview with Mariah Carey as her new book is out. <laughs> so is that going to happen? 
there's a very funny off story off off okay. off. Okay. I, I, okay. I'm hoping I'll bring it on. I'll be able to bring it on one day, but I can't bring it on yet. But there's something we could talk about. But hopefully, yes, I'm trying. I'm, I'm hoping that will happen very soon too. It's uh, because you guys go back a long ways too. We do indeed. We do, we yeah. we do indeed. And the book is out, and it really, if you haven't seen her conversation with with Oprah Winfrey, you should see her conversation. That's the other thing I'm watching. Oh, okay. uh, I, I watched in its entirety. Uh, and, it's, and, it's, and it's just, she opens up in a way that, as her friend, I was really proud and happy mm. to see her. It's, I won't go into detail, but you can, you can see it on the show. There's a weight that came off in that talk wow. that had been on for years. Mm. Writing the book, was part of it, and that conversation mm -hmm. was another part. And mm -hmm. I, I, I talked to her after I, after I saw the Oprah conversation, mm -hmm. and it was just it was just clear that it's a it's a it's a it's a it's from this point on it's nothing but 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 sky. And I'm I'm mm -hmm. so happy for her. she works so hard. She said she's she's just she's just cool people and one of the funniest people in the world. So I was really I was really got to see that. Yeah, that's nice. I can't wait to hear that conversation with you guys. I really Indeed. I mean I love Oprah and all that Indeed. stuff. All right. Uh, uh, another you thing I'm listening us, to. What's that? You tell us who is going to be on this Saturday. Uh, I believe Sean Stockman. I believe Sean Stockman from Boys to Men. He's got a new uh, project out, and we have a great conversation uh, about what he's doing in COVID and his project and why Boys to Men will never break up. Is he living in the Dallas Fort Worth area? Is what? Is he living in the Dallas Fort Worth area? Not that I'm aware say one of. of those guys was um, because I, I I thought it was some family stuff going on. Um, you, so, down, you saw you saw him down at Kroger. Is that what it was? Uh, Albertsons, yeah. Yeah, it is Albertsons. Mm -hmm. oh, I was getting, I was getting my regions messed up. Also, yeah, uh, this, this Peter would have been in Charlotte, you know. This is for you indirectly. Go Charlotte, it's your birthday. We gonna party like it's your birthday. Because celebrating a birthday today is not anybody on the show, not anybody associated with the show, but associated with somebody who's on the show. Yeah. Uh, it's turning 85 today, someone oh. who's uh, one of oh. favorites, <laughs> favorites of a parent of one of the ahas or ahas. <laughs> Happy 85th birthday today to Sybil Betty, Favorite. Johnny Mathis. That's right, John Royce Mathis. Oh. Sybil Daddy loved Johnny. Simple Daddy oh Love Johnny. God. Simple Daddy Love Johnny. That's the best if, way to put it. Simple Daddy Love Johnny. If there was ever a TV show I did about my family, it would be called Simple Daddy Love Johnny. <laughs> I, swear, I swear. I'll tell you the story another time about how people were really happy when my dad died because they didn't have to hear Johnny Mathis Christmas songs coming out of our house uh, every year. So. All right. So once again, uh, Sirius XM Channel 48, Saturday nights at uh, 10 Central, 11 East, and 8, where Steve's nephews are. And I'm uh, betting and you know this, but the What You Need to Know newsletter every day, every single day. Make sure you check out uh, check that out every day. And if you want to subscribe, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Besides call um, me by phone number to find out. What does please mean? go to civilwilks.com and sign up and Chica Dilly will get that uh, in your email box every Monday through Friday morning. Um, and, and, and thank you again for coming on for our post-debate party uh, roundtable that we did on our YouTube channel uh, Tuesday night. That was so much fun with, with all of uh, my favorite people that come on our, our YouTube show, YouTube Live and Facebook. Thank you, Stephen Hill. I, I, no, I appreciate that. I just, here's the thing. You, sometimes you got to... You, you, you do the thing and like, well, I'm glad to be here, but I'm really just making sure my, my place is reserved for the, for the next day. 
<laughs> like, like, hey, there's only nine boxes on this bad boy, and I ain't letting somebody else. I'm figuring, you know, civil civil plays fair. So if you in this one, then you get to be in the, you know, you get to be in the next one. So I'm like, hey, I'm right here. I am player. Here I am, right here. Let's talk. You know as well as anyone, there's always a place for you at my table, round table, square table, no matter a table for two. You push Yolanda out of the way, and there you sit. Um, thank you, darling. I appreciate you. And what about um your IG live show? IG live this uh, Thursday. Uh, well, uh, next Thursday uh, on on uh, my Instagram live. Steve at at Stephen Grant Hill. Sign up. There's nothing. You just gotta go there. Start following me. That'd be great. Uh, and I have no idea what Thursdays, uh, Thursdays <laughs> is, is gonna be. It's probably gonna be Prince again because I can't get enough of that Sign of the Times Super Deluxe can. remix. Oh I know. my god! <laughs> yeah. You and your loopers. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Love you, Sybil. Aloha, Stephen Hill. Love you back. Ha 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 